Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you and to our business. Always love having on the program Jeremy Murphy. He is a former executive, former vice president for CBS Television, a longtime regular on the show. I call him my media insider. Uh, He continues to work in the public relations field with a very unique, very uh, boutique-type firm um, that has a a big impact for its clients. Jeremy, always love having you on the show. A little bit more about what you do and the best way for people to get more information. Sure. Um, Well, I'm a media executive. I've been in the industry for 20 years. I spent 14 years at CBS, and now um, I write books. Um, I wrote a book called F Off Chloe that came out uh, last year, and I run a PR firm called 360 Bespoke that handles uh, PR for small luxury brands, um, pursuits, entrepreneurs, and we do very customized, um, you know, bespoke treatment. Yes, absolutely. Your book is phenomenal. It's hilarious. Uh, you don't take it very seriously, I see, when you and I talk, but frankly, I think there's uh, particularly for those younger generations, more I sound more and more like my dad every day, uh, but uh, that, that are trying to become uh, influential in their industry. And uh, I think it's a great book. And I found it very funny as well, which, frankly, we needed a lot of that. Um, the timing of it coming right in the middle of uh, uh, COVID pandemonium was really helpful for people. Right. I was very angry and depressed. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a great book. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about Endgame and um, Omid Scobie's uh, controversial book. Um, amazing how much ink this has got, and imagine how much more ink it gets in the UK because it's about the real family. And uh, man, it just oozes with controversy. And uh, you know, and I know you have had an eye on the royal family. Uh, it's kind of hard not to be in your work. Uh, you know, media stories around it more so than the family itself. But this is, this has been really interesting. Why don't you set the stage for us? Well, yeah. So. Um the book, um, Omid Scooby wrote this book, and it is, um, it's basically about the royal family and the controversy with Meghan Markle and Harry and, um, you know, basically just all the machinations and scandal um, in the royal family. And I actually met Omid Scooby, and, you know, they call him Scooby because that's the most awesome last name. And... <laughs> Um, He was a real (laughs) correspondent for, like, Us Weekly, and, you know, so he wrote this book, but one of the things about him is he is very tight with Meghan and Harry, and so you know a lot of that stuff came from them, so, which is really And you know that there's... There's going to be an axe to grind when you've got that kind of closest with them and not so much with the rest of the royals. The big story... One big takeaway seems to be who asked about the baby's skin color. What will the skin color of the baby be like? That seems to be the big take. And let me tell you about this. So, you know, and problems I have about it being so hyper-focused on that someone asked about that, you know, know, I have uh, a son who is white as dad who married a a, a black woman and – I'm, I can't wait for them to have grandchildren. Frankly, interracial children are among the most beautiful children I've ever seen. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And 
So I say this just to say that the questions around it itself should not necessarily be interpreted in the worst possible way. I've, I've talked about book four to uh, this baby, and, and by the way, she's not even pregnant yet. She's going to be, hey, don't be pushy here. But, uh, but I look forward to that when, when they get to that point. And this is kind of one of the big problems of reporting, isn't it? And, and really with the problem with voters and everything is pushed in such a hard way through that prism that it automatically, oh, skin color, it automatically has to be negative. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a pile-on effect because that was just one of the things that they were throwing at them. And what's interesting is um, uh, Omid Scooby um, kept the name out. And apparently one um, publisher actually printed it. I guess it was originally in there and they took it out, but like some uh, printer or, or in the Netherlands um, printed it and it, it got out. And so um, people know the names. I'm not going to repeat them, but, you know, Piers Morgan uh, revealed them. And so they know the names of the people who said that. I can't, I, I don't know. I mean, I've never been in that situation before. So I can't comment on the morality of it. But um, I think it was a pile-on effect. And, you know, they're just looking for anything to throw at the royal family. Um, you yeah. know, and, and a lot of it, like, they did that interview with Oprah, which I thought was just, you know, it might as well called, uh, you know, let's lie today. Because half of yes. it was lie, and half of it's been proven to be untrue. And so anything the two of them say, I automatically suspect. It's not like, okay, prove me wrong. It, prove it right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, prove it Sorry. right. <laughs> Need a disclaimer on the bottom of the screen. If their lips are moving, they are lying. So, um, yeah. you know, it got to that point. So, you know, to me now it's saturated. You're, you know, it's like trying to put it cat back in the bag or, or genie back in the bottle. It was it apparently uh, Philip and Kate is what we're told. And now it's kind of saturated out there. For those who hadn't uh, heard that, then uh, that's what it is. I'm okay with saying it. I can't verify it as accurate for the very reason you just said, but those are the ones being accused, uh, you know, of doing it. And, again, I, I even hate using that word because there's nothing about the context. Is there? Right. You know, no yeah, you know, they, talk about, you know, boy, that could be a beautiful child, an interracial child. I think they're, I actually think they're just so beautiful. So why, why, you know, we don't know, but we have all this luggage, as you said, the, the power on effect. There's no more, um, there's no more nuance. They, they gave no context to half the stuff they did. And one of the things that they said was, oh, the royal family, they wouldn't give our children the prince title. Well, by tradition, the queen couldn't do that because that can only go to her grandchildren. And the great-grandchildren, that is not by, I don't know if it's royal doctrine or whatever, but she couldn't do that. And they claim right. that was racism. And, yeah, and, and in then fact, you know, the said, people in the same lineage line, same horizontal lineal line, line they're, not, they're not royalty. They're not prince or princess either. Right. And then and then they quit and he's complaining about, oh, I have to protect my family um, there. They won't give me protection. You quit. You don't get <laughs> protection if you quit. And by the way, you inherited millions of dollars from your mom's estate. 
you're very wealthy. You can spend your own money protecting your family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you the South Park episode about them. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's you know, I, didn't they nail it? I mean, it was like a documentary done in animation form. <laughs> I mean, that, that, a war against the media for being bothered by the media. And, you know, look at us. Look at us being tormented. Look at us. And, and uh, it captured it. Yeah, the, the give us our give us our privacy worldwide media tour. That was yeah. hysterical. <laughs> and I think that was a turning point on, on America turning on them because yeah. it, it just encapsulated everything that they're about, that they're literally doing media junkets of how the media has been intrusive. And yeah. it's like, well, then stop doing media. Like, if you find it so intrusive, then why are you – why do you keep doing this? And also, you know, they're grifters. They're selling everything but the furniture. Total. And yeah. so I have no sympathy for either of them. And, um, yeah. you know, so this book, uh, first of all, I'm not, I, I tried reading Harry's book, and I think I got past, like, page five. I mean, it might as well have been written in crayon. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, kind of, kind of the, uh, I'm I'm running away from home letter that a kid would would send to uh, yeah. the family before he got his little backpack yeah, and headed like out the door. But of course, didn't go across the street, so he just went around the block and came back. And he almost seems like he's trying to come back, even while he's more and more abusive. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. By the way, how hard could this? Granted, no one should ever, ever, ever lose a parent at that age, and that breaks my heart. Yeah, but the, yes. the woe is me about you know you grew up in a castle. How mm-hmm. hard was your life that yeah. <laughs> this woe is me media tour? Stop complaining! Like you're a prince. Yeah. Like stop complaining! All the two of them do is complain, and it's like That's your right. lives are infinite. You live next to Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think so. I, I, and, and interesting, he doesn't have much sympathy uh, in the UK either. Um, and this is a guy who stored up enormous sympathy uh, because of his mother and because of how she passed and really the, the trauma at such a young age and mental health. He's talked about that, and in and fact, him and his brother, and, and the fact that they've had to navigate that, which I think is noble. I think most of the time, they, you know, there's two ways of doing mental health, right? You can romanticize it, or you can just be honest and say, hey, I'm like a lot of other people. I'm just a little more aware of my problems and work on that, you know? And I think most of the time, he was more like the former. I think over time, he's become more and more like the latter because the guy has become such a grifter. I think that word nails it. That, and this is our opinion. I don't want the, you know, them chasing me for whatever reason. Highly unlikely. But, uh, you know, um, that, that people, you know, he depleted an enormous wealth of sympathy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the minute he ditches her, which we know is going to happen, um, and, and goes back to the castle, you know, they're going to take him with open arms because she's the villain in this. I mean, Wallace Simpson should take notes. Um, and they really thought that um, America would embrace him. And initially we did. You know, that's one of the reasons 
we came here because um, the UK turned on them. Um, yeah. And then they came here and, you know, the woe is me, give us our privacy media tour. And America turned on them um, because, mm-hmm. you know, we have a long runway here. You know, we love, we love, uh, you know, underdogs. We love people who um, fight back and it was just too much. I think it was very apparent what they were doing. So I don't know where they go now. Honestly, yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't think they have any goodwill anywhere. Yeah, maybe. They, well, yeah, I don't. I think you're right. You know, and I think it's the. You know, what really bothered me, and to me, I didn't really quite get how bad it was. Oprah infamy. Uh, infamy. What, what is it? What even words does that mean? Interview. Uh, the infamy. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. I saw that interview, uh, I, I really didn't get the extent of her hubris, her uh, being Megan. You know, how in the world would she think she'd be treated any any different from any other gadfly outsider being brought into the family? You know, they how, is that, how is that they ever went well? Everybody. You sit here and you look at the history. There's there's no family more critical or family in detail, and yet she thought she would be different in her in the treatment than Diana, uh, and, and by the way, who had better legs. I mean that from a, a metaphor, you know, historical perspective than Megan certainly had, you know, and and you know, you talked about uh, you know uh, you know previous ones, Simpson for example, Wallace Simpson, yeah. What makes her think that she somehow is going to be treated any different or any better? Um, the the uh, it's a tough group. You got to really be tough to be able to join that crowd, and I think they're going to change centuries, millennia of behaviors and, and uh, culture for you. Oh my God, that's this that's hubris. What else would you call that, Jeremy? Well, what that that that's what they did was you know they, by the way the royal tr- uh, the royal family treated her as if they treat any other outsider, okay? But she chalked it up as racism. No, this is how they treat everybody. I mean, Diana had it bad. Fergie had it bad. Um, Maybe worse. You know, I I think Kate Middleton has the microchip in her brain because she seems the only one who's integrated. Um, Yeah, they treat everybody like that. She's very smart. She knows where she is. She knows the reality uh, of her existence, I think she was more mature when she made yeah. the sort of choice to marry uh, William. Uh, much more eyes wide open. Uh, so yeah. before I can get her again, what am I doing? I'm reading tabloids. What do I know, dude? Before I can tell, he, uh, you know, she is, was, is. She just knows what she got into, and she had eyes. Yeah. And she wasn't going to change that. And she's, I think, seems to have done very well in that environment as a result. Yeah, you know, Megan, it's, you know, and, and the other thing is they, they really use the woke, um, uh, you know, weapon. Yeah, because, you know, you know if, if, if you doubt anything she says, you, you, you doubt everything. And all of a sudden you're against, you're racist and, and you're against mental health because you didn't believe her. No, I just don't believe you. doesn't mean I'm anti anything. I just don't believe you. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm not sympathetic in her line, you know, because if someone has mental health issues, that can lead to a whole level of lying. I get that. But that doesn't mean I'm going to believe them. 
Yeah, that's just stupid, and, and and it's the whole thing is kind of bizarre. And you really hit the nail on the head here, Darren. As we begin to wrap it up, the whole wokeism thing. Frankly, the British are way less tolerant than we are when it comes to. I think they have really seen its perniciousness and have really kind of put their you know backs up, uh, you know, on this type of thing. They're 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 very uh, in some ways become less tolerant. Uh, of the whole wokeism movement from everything I've read. Great example is where do people who get destroyed here when it comes to wokeism go after? They go to the UK. Yeah, you know, I mean, what happened to Piers Morgan? Um, yeah. You know, and a lot of that was from America, right? Um, yep. It, it's just a testament. And, and you know, uh, you you do. I've been to the UK many times, and they definitely have – they're a little more circumspect about the whole woke thing and they give people a little more latitude to just be themselves and to say things without assigning a label and without making judgment mm-hmm. about, you know, just because you disagree with something doesn't mean you're racist or misogynistic or, or homophobic or mean. You just disagree. Yep. Absolutely. Good note to end on. Fascinating story. I feel so far. So, I never feel sorry for the royal family. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that just shows you how Harry and Meghan are. They've made the royals into sympathetic characters. <laughs> I know. It's like, go, go, go cry in a big bag of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they do. They cry all the way to the bank, although I think they're shocked that, for example, was it Spotify expected them to actually work? Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah, off with their over. I mean, Get the guillotine. Yeah, off with their head. Grifters, you captured it. You know, uh, we ought to co-author a book called Grifters. <laughs> the Life and Times of Harry and Megan. <laughs> that captures it. All right, uh, final thoughts. Um, You know, the book, I think it's getting a lot of controversy. Um, I'm sure it's a delicious read because he's a fantastic writer and he gets lots of great gossip. I'm not going to read it um, because, honestly, I can care less about any of those people. Um, I'm not going to spend money on it. But if if you do like that stuff, I, I, I imagine it's a great read. Yeah. And that's a specialty, right? Celebrity type writing. That's the thing yeah. he, he, he's known for. That you know, that's his niche. Absolutely. So by all means, jump into that. But uh, I don't need a summary. It's okay. <laughs> 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 Jeremy Murphy, always love having you on. I always encourage people to check him out. And of course, we'll have links to his website. Stay tuned for more right after this. <laughs> 